What on earth is that? It's a journey in the comics network production! I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Hello and welcome to Podcastrophy. This is episode 147. I'm your host, Dick. And uh, with me today, I have a guest for once. I've done like four episodes in a row just myself, and it was really lame. I'm not a big fan of doing that by myself because I just talk in circles. But anyways, I have uh, my buddy and co-worker, Corey O'Connor. What is up, Corey? What's up? Nothing too exciting. Yeah, it's it's been a day. It's it's been like yeah, the mon- the Mondayest Monday of all time. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really know what to talk about. There's there's hasn't been. I I just saw something. Um, and as I have like nothing really on the docket today for topics except for the Queen, but we'll get to that. Um. So I, 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 oh man, it's been rough. Yeah, for you. You're about the only one, yeah. man. You're about the only <laughs> me one. And only me, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I saw I saw Pacman posted. David Pacman posted something about Trump being supposedly arrested. <laughs> you, I, dude, I just you're saw smiling this, like, right before we went on. I was going to ask you about it. Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch um, it. So but. there's apparently this. There's. And I'd seen a little bit about it before. Um, there's people following Trump's movement on Twitter. Apparently, he arrived in D.C. Uh, unexpected. And usually, when you're a former president, people know your next move. Um, th- he just arrived out of nowhere. Uh, he got off the plane holding a ketchup bottle, which is awesome. <laughs> Um, He's leading into speculation it. Speculation is, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna eat with all that McDonald's? You know? Yeah, you gotta um, get your hamburgers. But I mean, it could be a couple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are speculating arrest or indictment. Who knows? Um, or it could just be something to do with the investigation. Yeah. Or uh, a good point that Pacman brought up was. Uh, He's being reinstated as president. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so who knows? It could, we, be, it could be one of those three things. We can only hope, right? <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. man. Whew. Yeah, we can only hope. <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't. But I had seen a little bit about. Um, no, no, please. God, no. Um, I'd seen a little bit about. Uh, them following his uh, movements because I didn't know what for though until just a little bit ago. So <laughs> interesting. One can only hope. I I, I try to not stay optimistic though. So. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Alex is in the comments throwing fucking vomiting emoji. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. hi, hi, David. <laughs> I see you out there. Um. Yeah, uh, I 
the, it, it just goes along with all the prophecies, the QAnon prophecies of him being reinstated like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, reminder, folks. Yeah, I think no King president Charles III is reinstating him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> reminder, folks, there's uh, never been a president reinstated. It's not a thing. If Joe Biden's removed, it goes to the vice president. If it doesn't go to the vice president, it goes to the speaker of the house. Please don't let it go to the speaker of the house. But has there ever been a previous president who came back to life? And oh yeah, there is JFK for a past president. And then anointed him king. I think that you're forgetting about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. JFK is coming back. <laughs> Man, they're, they're, yeah. they're crazy. They're wild. There are still people there. There are literally still people there. At Marilago? Or where? Uh, at um, the Grassy Knoll. <laughs> there are literally still crowds of people there. So. Oh, Jesus. Just waiting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're wild. Like I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get how anybody could be so susceptible to that level of conspiracy, that level of like lunacy. I mean, and some of these people are like they're not well, your they're not your average. You. <laughs> I I know, but like some of these people, like they're not idiots. <laughs> That's what blows my mind is that the people that are part of this that are not full blown like trailer trash or idiots or blue, like extra blue collar. Like, I'm not going to sit and say everyone that's blue collar is an idiot or whatever, but like your average American, I guess. Average working class American. Yeah. Uh, It's amazing to see how many people I knew sort of um really disappoint me (laughs) you know what i mean like they say some some people i really respected and had a good relationship with really just shocked me yeah you know once once all of this craziness happened so yeah like who who do you uh who do you think who do you who uh surprised you like celebrity wise, uh, it's just oh, uh, um, I guess I guess the people that I really like, like celebrity wise, didn't. I, I guess I didn't really have that with like people I respected in entertainment. More so, just a few people in my personal life, you know. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I've had. Yeah, personal life. I've I've had a lot of people really disappoint me, and it's not like they were. That some of them were like, it was family, and mm. they. Uh, it's not necessarily that I was close to them or whatever. It was just, and it's not that I was even really surprised. It was just like how they acted towards other family, like my grandmother, for instance. Like she she was basically uh-huh. talked down to and called a traitor and everything. And it's like, dude, that's like your sister and oh, wow. your aunt. And it's right. like, what are you doing? Yeah. So of course me being like the loud mouth I, that I am. And I, 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 <laughs> I called them out on it and I'm like, dude, you're, 
you're crazy. Like I'm done with that entire side of the family. Yeah. So then that's okay. I'm, I, it, I, I, it's no loss on my end. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I've been pretty lucky. Like I'd say my family's sort of all over the spectrum and even the ones that you disagree with for the most part are, I haven't had any like crazy issues with. I think yeah. everyone is for yeah. the most part respectful and open-minded and accepting but you know more so like acquaintances people that i maybe worked with or um uh were you know sort of friends with kind of or even people that you know i used to be friends with or went to school with you see the stuff that they post and it's like do you really believe that they're putting litter boxes in schools are you oh my god i know i uh you can't believe that so uh, recently around here, uh, the Kokomo Press, which is a satire news blog thing in Kokomo, I, I know some, I guess, uh, I know people that know the people that run that. And like they posted that exact thing. Like, and, and I was like, oh my God. And then I started seeing people share that in outrage. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, yeah, yeah. know what you're sharing from. That is a satire blog or site whatever you want to call it that is satire and they're like and like well and most people don't realize that those sort of when people make those accusations of people it is directly there there's always a direct link to queer people Mm -hmm. It, it really they're they they make that step um in order to say that you know gay men are grooming people or trans people yeah, are using yeah. the bathroom to rape someone or whatever. Like it, there's always, they, inevitably they always make that direct, that jump right afterward. Yeah. And so it's like, it's been disappointing to see some people fall for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. But like they're not, they're just people. Y'all are just people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. you I know you want to make them out I know they want to make them out to be this demon in disguise or whatever and this animal, whatever yeah. you want to call it, this this demonized thing, and it's like they're just people. <laughs> people are people yeah. in general. Cool. Like that's or, a, that, that's a whole goddamn you know, song. They're people pretending to be cats. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or yeah. they're people pretending yeah, to be ponies. <laughs> Let's not forget the bronies. <laughs> that now that's that's something I just will not accept. That was legitimate. That was <laughs> I was one step too far. I can't get on board with that. <laughs> yeah, I try not to judge, but that was yeah. a little. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just uh, off topic here. I I was on Facebook a minute ago and I noticed. So when I asked you to share this, the live stream, you shared the link that I sent you to get into here. <laughs> so that's going to be funny because now anyone, it. no, it's okay. It, it, it's okay. Cause that could be fun. <laughs> but so anybody that actually clicks that link <laughs> is basically going to get invited in here. <laughs> so, uh-huh. And uh, so I, I'll probably vet them through Dang, you. I the... You'll, you'll have to go to the actual, it only said to, uh, it said if you want to share 
Yeah, it said if you want to share. Oh no! If you not... want to share it to your Facebook? Hit the thing. So I hit that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. A little. This is this is a little behind the scenes, guys. Uh. But yeah, this is if you want to if you want to share the actual uh live stream that we are doing. Uh, you'll have to go to Facebook and uh, actually share the video from the Facebook page. No worries. <laughs> uh, um, well, yeah. Oh, well. we'll share it afterward. <laughs> it, it, it'll be quite funny if people start joining in. <laughs> I will, I will I laugh. I've... I will laugh. <laughs> Might be fun. Especially if you like your, what your cousin joins. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that would be fun actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just let you two go at it. I wouldn't even, I'd just sit back. <laughs> uh, I think that was my most uh, that that one thing I shared with like their blood on their hands. I think that was probably the most my most commented like Facebook post ever. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, what what's the background of that post again? What was that post for those? It, so, it was right after. Um, yeah, it was right after the uh, the shooting at Rob Elementary. Yeah. Um. It it was just a. It was just a picture of a bunch of GOP politicians. It was Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think Ted Cruz, and Mitch McConnell. And they were all, it was a picture, a cartoon of them praying. Yeah. But then they had just blood dripping from their hands. And so that caused a, a bit of a, an uproar. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> uh, this is, this was like what? Like two, this is like what, two months ago? Now? It's been a while. Uh, it was, I think so. Yeah, it was right around. I think we had we had some time off work. I remember we had like an extended weekend or something. So wow. it was summertime. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It was like two months ago, maybe two and a half months ago, and uh, about five hundred crises ago in terms of like national yeah. news. Like, like what, what all the shit that's happened since then, it's like, you don't even remember Uvalde <laughs> anymore. It's like, oh yeah, that thing that happened this year. I mean, honestly, yeah. And then it was, uh, they had a memorial there and people were shot at, at I don't know if anyone was shot. I think so. I didn't know but about I know that. There Damn. Were at, at the memorial there recently. Wow. This was like this week. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard about, Damn. Yeah. I haven't heard about that yet. It's crazy. The so it's like the twenty four hour news cycle is crazy. I know, but it's like someone gets shot, and then people want to pay their respects to children who were shot, and you can't even do that without worrying about being shot. Like you can't go to a concert, can't go to a mall, and. I, I have conflicting opinions on gun issues. Sometimes I feel like I'm very like, sometimes I feel like I get overly angry about it. And that's when I'm like, yeah. guns. <laughs> Generally, I yeah. think I'm pretty like pro responsible gun ownership, but sometimes it's a little hard to mm -hmm. feel that way. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've worked together for quite a while, about year and a half now. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, it's it took us a while to kind of like connect and start talking, but once we did, we really hit it off and uh 
we really we really uh especially over like uh u.s politics and stuff and uh yeah it's it's yeah it's it's been it's been wild the this last eight years eight years oh yeah hour long yeah well it's funny because i remember the first few months that i that we started working together we didn't really talk at all and then i remember i was working with brandon on 12 and um he and i were talking about like stuff like politics and stuff like that yeah and you were on you were on 11 and you kept like coming up there and like like you wanted like you were like a little boy like i want to be involved <laughs> I do that. and then uh, and then after that we started talking and yeah it's funny <laughs> yeah um but i mean yeah shit. it's been a good couple months or it's been a good year year and a half to work together because of so much shit that's happened right <laughs> right yeah it's it's, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a long time since uh, anybody's came into the workplace, and like I've actually been able to like really connect with. Um, probably, I think the last person to come in was probably Tyler, my old co-host, um, who should be rejoining the show soon. Mm, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Depends on his right. schedule and when I can work him in here. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to announce he's he's definitely part of the team. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, and, and it's, it's nice to, uh, it's nice to have someone of like-mindedness in terms of, uh, political views to talk to. Cause I mean, which isn't really hard to find on our team. Uh, we're all pretty yeah. much on the, on the same page as, ter- and as far as like what we believe, um, they're like Brandon, he, he takes a, a much more, uh, analytical approach to it all like he he's definitely like playing chess with it in his head he is yeah he's very thoughtful <laughs> yeah not, not only in how he thinks about things but how he uh how he words things like i've yeah. always said like i i just love hearing him talk like i'll just yeah. let him yeah talk about anything because especially i, I feel like i learn so much every time i talk to him mm-hmm. so. he's just we call him brandopedia for a reason like He's just an endless vat of knowledge of anything, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if he doesn't know yeah. about it, he's Down willing. Down to cooking. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't know about it, yeah. he's willing to learn about it. So, uh, and then yeah. uh, Calvin, he he's very similar minded as well. He but he's like very like fuck the Republicans and that's it, uh, which is fine. Um, <laughs> And yeah, and then I mean, there's you and yeah. you're you're kind of, you're kind of like the burn it all to the ground type like just both sides fucking yeah especially I think I don't I th- I don't know what did I don't know where I think just seeing how Bernie was treated um, and just how I think I think beating Republicans is the easy part yeah. once progressives can get power yeah um because we have the right ideas we have the people on our side it's a matter of a progressive being able to get out from under 
the boot of the DNC, of the DNC and Nancy yeah. Pelosi and Joe Biden, or you know. <laughs> um, so once once those people can sort of take more power, I mean, it's I don't even like saying that because I have a lot of criticisms. As much as I love the squad and Bernie Sanders, I have criticisms yeah. of them not really uh, taking advantage of the power that they do have. Um, but once you can sort of... Isn't that just the story? Once one of them will take advantage of the power they do have. Yeah, isn't that just the story of the, the Democratic Party? <laughs> not taking advantage of the power that they have when they, well, yeah. when they have it. Yeah, useless. Useless, except for yeah, reason. They'll, they'll sure do it to uh, stomp a progressive. Yeah, yeah, uh, not far enough, but yeah. <laughs> so how how close do you think? Um, you know, how close do you think we we came to fascism? <laughs> uh, dangerously, I think. I think what yeah. really accelerated it was him losing, though. Mm, Trump yeah. losing. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I think that that definitely made it a lot worse because if he would have just stayed in power, yeah, I think we would have kept going in that direction. But at the same time, I feel like he was also just satisfied just being there and being yeah. on, on the news every single day and being able to talk in front of his helicopter every single day. And but I think him losing yeah. and then him like spurring up the support and, you know, all the all the scam fundraisers and all that it definitely it definitely yeah. uh, spurred a lot of uh, those Trumper uh, Republicans in office to start moving us towards that kind of legislation where they're going to make the, the president more like a king and more. And then, uh, again, just the blatant gerrymandering and and voting rights oh, yeah. being stepped all over. Yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. it's crazy. That's that this, the biggest thing. And it's I don't think that um I don't think anyone ever really knows how close they are. Like nobody in who it's hard to tell if you're leading. Um, I think I word this. I wonder how many people knew they were, especially like you know, okay, Hitler as an excuse. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like when people compare Trump to Hitler. I think it's a little extreme, but just talking about fascism. Um, how many people realized it leading up to it? I think all of a sudden you're just in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so it's it's hard to say like how hard to say where we're at in the lead up to that. Mm -hmm. But I certainly think that the, the way the last five six years have gone with Trump, and even before that, with people being disappointed leading up to Trump, have certainly played in into that and you that is required to get to fascism uh disenfranchised working class and people not feeling like their politicians are doing anything for them which is why i was so happy about um biden relieving some student debt um because 
that is a big thing in making people feel like the government is doing something yeah. for them. Yeah. If we didn't have that, if he's not doing things like that going into the next election, mm-hmm. oh man, <laughs> we're, we're screwed, you know? I think he needs to do more. Um, but little things like that give him victories, at least that he can campaign on, yeah. you know? Uh, you know, it's it's hard to not blame. I, I like you said earlier, I'm definitely in my burn it down phase right now, <laughs> and mostly with the Democrats. Um, you know, just the inaction after Roe v. Wade was overturned, and right. what's scared about what's to come next. You know, um, I think that they will be. Yeah, the Republicans want fascism, but. Democrats aren't really going to do much to stop it. And it, mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm more mad at because at least we know who the Republicans are. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's the like, Democrats are it's expected of them. And then, about it. Yeah. I, I heard Chuck Schumer is going to bring yeah. to a vote uh, uh, the, the precedent of uh, legalizing gay marriage, They're like uh, codifying it. Yeah. I've, I, I, yeah. I've, I've, um, it's hard to, I've heard so many different things. It's right. hard to like know whether or not they're actually going to do anything. I mean, I'm just they vote to like not make, um, birth control a right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just you know. shocked. They actually got Joe Manchin on board for the infrastructure or not the infrastructure deal, the build back better. <laughs> like, I can't believe they did it, but it's also probably a bastardized version of the original yeah. thing. So, <sighs> yeah. but it, whatever they got it's, their, it's with they got so their many win. things with Biden. I feel like it's with, so, yeah, with so many things with Biden, I feel like we get a little bit of good things, but then everything else is just a corporate handout, which mm-hmm. is what that, a lot of what that bill was. So, I mean, we're, we have privatized, oh, we've privatized roads now <laughs> in, in a lot of cases. So, just another way for corporations to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, when you have, when you have Domino's pizza, paving roads, filling potholes, do you remember that campaign they did? Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Like you donate, oh, like man, you donate money for on your pizza order and they're like, yeah, we're paving roads. <laughs> Damn. You're, you're, you're taking that step in our, even our local government's not. Ah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's rough. Step up your game, Papa John's. That's what I'm saying. Where's, uh, what's Rick doing with Mad Mushroom? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. What the hell, Jennifer? <laughs> Come on, Jennifer. Come on. Fix these damn roads. <laughs> It, it's so funny. Like, Sorry, I'm just kidding. It's so funny. Jennifer's been like For legal reasons. That was a joke. <laughs> Jennifer's been like a long, a long-standing uh, listener of the show or watcher of the live stream, I guess. Uh, so it's it's this is probably like the first time she's been back here in well over two years. <laughs> and y'all, y'all are. I have no idea. Uh, she hasn't been commenting, so I don't know. The last thing she said was, you wish. Fake friend. Fake friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, y'all are besties. We need to get her on here. 
I've said that for years. People keep asking me. People keep asking me, they're like, how are you doing without her? <laughs> and it's more like, how is she doing without me? Let's be honest. <laughs> right. I don't know. She's got her kids. She's got her kids at home. She's probably just, I don't know. She's, don't worry. It's probably Teresa just watching. schedule us all yeah. day together when she comes back. Yeah. She'll, uh, she's probably at home watching all the shows that, uh, she tells us to watch and none of us ever do. <laughs> yeah. She's watching Gilmore girls for the hundredth time. Probably. Yeah. What <laughs> Miranda, my wife says she thinks it's just her. She She's the only person in the watching currently, but then my buddy David popped in and says, damn Q. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to pop it up on the screen. I don't know why. I don't know what that that's supposed to mean, but he forgot the T. QT. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, he says sorry about the Q. I don't know what you're saying. Damn to though. Like I still don't, that still doesn't answer my question. <laughs> it's good to see that these comments are coming in pretty quick though. I thought maybe it was on reference. Um. Man, so Shit's yeah. Creek is leaving Netflix. They're giving the people what they want. It makes me sad. I thought so, yeah. But Jennifer, yeah, yes. Jennifer, I told her about it because she keeps saying how she wants to watch it. And I was like, well, you only have a month or whatever. Yeah. But she said when she checked it, the date to leave wasn't on there anymore. So Interesting. Maybe, maybe people threw a fit about it. I, I'm like three seasons in. So... It's one of those shows that I I like. I don't. Um, I, some people are obsessed with it, and they think it's yeah. God's gift. Um, I think Moira is God's gift. I think she's hilarious. Um, I get really offended when people tell me that I remind them of David. You got the don't sassiness. You just have the sassiness. Uh, I love David. <laughs> David's great. If I could have like just a I reaction, mean, if I could have like a reaction gift for every facial expression he makes, I would, I'd be happy. I mean, there's a lot on the gift board. But, um, I think Moira is just a classic. My, it's my favorite Halloween costume I've ever done. Oh yeah. Although Bender this year might take the cake. Oh, um, you're doing Bender? Yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. First, uh, I totally forgot you already yeah, told me that. Yeah. I totally forgot you already told me that. So when you said Bender, I was thinking Bender from Futurama. <laughs> you know, I, I always have to talk about Bender for yeah from Breakfast Club. Yeah, so. that's gonna be so hard from uh, Futurama. <laughs> I've seen people do it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, my buddies uh, in the band, sure. and my buddies in the band uh, Yesterday's Chips. Uh, it's a punk band. Um, their singer David, oh, okay. different David. Than the one in the comments, uh, Dave Linder. He uh, he used to be a co-host of this show as well. He's now co-host for, or co-host or host of uh, the Drafty Quarters Weekly podcast, uh, which I have guested on in the last few months. But no, his band, Yesterday's Chips, uh, they all went as p- characters from Futurama one Halloween show, and they they played a show in like full on nice. Futurama. Nice. He he went as Zap Brannigan. And like the tiny like mini skirt type thing. Oh, nice. he, he's a big dude. Um, trying to think. 
I think I think their guitarist Mike Smith. He was uh, he was Bender. He was either Bender or Zoidberg. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it I, I, it's crazy that like they're. I think the best group costume. Oh, you go. You go I ahead. I think there's a delay. There is a bit of a delay, and it's it's kind of thrown me off this entire time. Okay, I think the best. I'm yeah. selling it. I'm selling it though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I think the best group costume I've ever seen. Um, and all these guys showed up at the I think where else on campus, like when it was like right next to a muse. Yeah. Um, it was. Um, Brandon Edging, and you know him. Yeah, and then um, a couple other people, but I just remember he was in the group. Uh, they all came in as um, I, I don't know. I've never seen the movie, but uh, all the dudes who were the weight in um, A Clockwork Orange. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, and they did it perfectly. Like it looked good. I totally believe that. I 100% believe that. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah, that good. crowd is wild. Um, I know Brandon. He hosts he hosts his uh part his Labor Day or Labor Day or Memorial Day party every year, and I have yet to go to one. Yeah. It looks it looks like a blast. Yeah. yeah. Him and I, uh, I've always just known him. Just had the, the same friends as him. Yeah. But um, I'm friends with his uh, stepbrother Todd. Okay. But. I, I just know him through uh, going to the vault a lot, and because uh, I, I I started going yeah. to the vault a lot when I joined. Uh, He's at Sparrow now. Yeah, I, I think I saw him working when I walked by the other day. Um, but no, I was in a band with uh, Alan Coxhead, who was a bartender at the vault. I don't know if you remember. Oh him or not. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was in a band with him, so I got uh-huh. really yeah. really cozy with the vault staff, uh, and then they all left, and I don't go there anymore. Because <laughs> it's just. It's weird in I there. Know. It's yeah, weird it's, in there. It wasn't really too bad the last a, time. It's I a went different vibe for sure. I feel like it. Yeah. What I like about how the vault used to be, it was. I mean, it had a good, good crowd, like a kind of a, a almost a hipster crowd, like for lack of a better term. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but now it's the frat bar down, the downtown frat bar. It's like you're gonna see some thin blue line shirts when you go there. <laughs> it wasn't too bad the last time yeah. I went in there, uh, which yeah, is like two weekends ago. And someone always is inevitably, inevitably, someone's gonna play sale on the uh, jukebox. <laughs> there is no jukebox anymore. The touch tunes is gone. Oh wow! No, they were oh, playing dang. some kick-ass music okay. last time I was in there. I was oh. like, I was like, who is? Uh, Who's who's playing this music? Like, I don't see anyone in here that's like remotely cool, besides me and the people <laughs> I'm hanging out with. And then I look, we moved tables because we we stopped the, or my the people I was there with stopped playing pool. And we're like, do you want to just get out, go to like a regular table? We're like, yeah. So I, I started looking around. And I was like, whoa, the touch tunes is gone. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't understand. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whoever's in here, feel free to comment and chat with us. I see, I see, I have two, two watchers, and nobody commenting. So participate. 
be part of the show. We want it. We welcome it. <sighs> I sound so pathetic begging for interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. What can you do? I got the new I got the new iOS update today. I'm on iOS 16 now. It's wild. It's crazy. Uh, I, I I couldn't even tell you what I'm on. I probably haven't done it in a long time. I updated some of my apps today, but I've done yeah. like a iOS update. Yeah, it gave me the option. It's like so I, go ahead. I say I'm so bad with like. I, I, don't, I don't even know what phone I have, honestly. I think it's a 11. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tech junkie. So when I, 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 I'm always like updating. Anytime there's an update, I update. Anytime there's a, a new phone, I probably get it. Which uh, is really easy up until like this last year because before I was on Sprint and Sprint had the iPhone forever plan. So I was just every year, new iPhone, you just trade in your old iPhone, you get uh-huh. a new one. But now it's T-Mobile, and they kind of took that away. Oh, dang. That's nice. Luckily, this this last, the, yeah. the iPhone 13, which I have the 13 Pro Max, and it's it's amazing. And it's a year late, almost a year later, it's still just as good, which has not been the case in, in the past. Because normally by the time the new phone comes out, uh. it's so bogged down and shitty that it's just like, yes, give me a new phone. Thank God. Um, Yeah, I... I don't even think I'm going to get the 14 this year. I don't think I can get the 14 to be honest, but I'm not, well, I just, I'm not sad about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it does what I need it to do. Yeah. I, you know, I can scroll through my apps. I can listen to music. Like mm-hmm. I don't really care. You know, yeah. I do get jealous though. Um, seeing everyone on their uh, Apple watches at work. I, I would have a couple of weeks ago, I, I was being very impulsive and I would have gone to get it one day after work. Then something, I don't remember, something came up and I didn't go. And I'm kind of glad that I didn't go because yeah. I really don't need that extra expense to, for nothing. I mean, yeah. the, only, the only thing I would actually want it for is to like use the walkie feature, the walkie feature just to like fuck with you guys at work or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried it out. It didn't really, I, I, no, it didn't do anything for me. I was just like, this is kind of pointless. I'm not, I can't hear anything. I can't hear you. So I'm, I, and I've seen people use uh-huh. it at work. I'm like, okay, so it's, it is possible, but I just, when I tried it, it, I couldn't hear it. No, people were trying to talk to me through it. And I was just going about my day, going about my business. Um, if you are interested there, I mean, look through your uh whatever carrier you have and they'll they might offer like a deal to just oh yeah it's like just 10 bucks on top of your monthly bill for like 18 months or yeah whatever. i have verizon and I, I i think that's something like that is what it was so it's really not bad at all yeah. um but no. i haven't i don't remember been in a while i i also get over things really really quickly <laughs> so i'm kind of over it yeah <laughs> Yeah, my first my first Apple Watch, I got like right at the end of its life cycle. So or not its life cycle, but like they announced they announced the Apple Watch Series Two 
like a month or two after I got my my one. And I got the stainless steel one. So it was like the most expensive, which was only, at the time, the most expensive was 500. Now it's like that's baseline for an Apple Watch is 500 or maybe a little less. I don't know. And now if you want to get the stainless steel, it's like seven or 800. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> I did that for the first two Apple Watches and I'm not, I won't do that again just because it's, I mean, one on one hand, it was really nice because the screen was like indestructible made of sapphire i'm like nice it is like scratch resistant it was crazy (laughs) and it and i'm now i'm like i don't care not only that but i threw them on credit cards (laughs) yeah that's the thing it uh yeah yeah um yeah i'm just over it i'm glad i i I wouldn't use it for anything other than like I'm surprised you don't do your little scream thing on it <laughs> more often. <laughs> ah, you're yeah. <laughs> I really need you're to get. Kidding. I need to get like a sample of that and put that on my board. That'd be funny. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have things on your board? I do. Let's see here. Um, I got crickets. Oh, you can't hear it. That's what sucks. But, oh, I but, hear it. Yeah. Oh, you hear it? I I did. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, We're gonna fuck the sodomites in the. <laughs> I can't hear any of this. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Nick Maxson. Oh yeah, I'm sure they can. That was Nick Maxson. That's a clip from uh, when we did Drunk Castrophe, um, where he was doing his impression. Oh, I bet that's good. Oh, so. Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you the the link to the uh, the actual whole conversation that that was taken from. So it was towards the end of that episode. Uh, drunk. So a little preface. Uh, drunk catastrophe is when we get a bunch of people together, as many people as we can, honestly, or as many people as we can mic up, and uh, we get drunk first, then we hit record, and then we nice. keep drinking. Yeah. Nice. And really the and I'm I'm wanting to kind of turn it into like a, a competition. <laughs> um so that so that like and it's it's like one of those like dumbass competitions where like you can't technically do anything to win. You just basically get picked based off of like me. Like I pick the winner. Like you entertained me the most tonight. You're funny. You win. Uh <laughs> That's what I want to do. Nice, yeah. But uh, yeah, at, at one at some point, we were all so drunk that we had like we had our t-shirts off and we were just and we started quoting that one uh like it was like this uh, televised sermon this dude did, and he's just like going on and on about the sodomites and talking about their um like uh, their, their flaming buttholes. It, 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 I can't find the original clip. I, I, I was because I, I think I heard talk about this. Yeah. I, I talked about this the other day to you, and uh, I was I went to look for the original. Like it's like a ten minute clip, and he's just going on and on about how uh, the if, from the, if you're if you're looking down upon a city, uh, you would see it, it, it would, their flaming buttholes would light up the sky like a Fourth of July, and they would need an asbestos diaper for their flaming buttholes <laughs> he just goes on and on and on 
and it's like because of the sodomites it's <laughs> it's gold you and, know that guy he that guy probably he probably started that sermon talking about uh kids using litter boxes probably it leads to the sodomites. honestly yeah <laughs> uh yeah and so nick uh, and his drunkenness just started quoting it. And <laughs> of course, I was like, oh my God, you saw that too? I'll, I'll send you the video. It's, <laughs> it is fucking gold. And that, that's from, that was the very first drunk catastrophe. We only did two drunk catastrophes. Uh, but that first one holds a special place in my heart because <laughs> it was just so much fun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that's some of the little buttons I have. Let's see here. Um, I can also change my voice. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. You should do ghost face. Ooh, I need to figure out how to do that. That'd be cool. There's also like a sensor button, so you can't really hear what I'm saying. But and it sounded like I was cussing a lot. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I have a lot of options. That's good. Yeah. And a rim shot. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Um Yeah, I can't wait to actually figure this thing out fully and actually put it to use, like legitimate use. My dog I got my dog sleeping next to me. So um oh. Yeah, animals. So, but um, yeah. So the queen died. Yes, we finally get to that subject. <laughs> the the subject everybody's been so, waiting for today. Yeah. It's uh, I know. Yeah, they've been waiting waiting for us to get there. Because so finally, many people care. <laughs> yeah, we finally got here. Oh. So go ahead. But talk. I have uh, oh, I bought this. About this, wow! I feel like this will be worth something one day. Yeah, Very honestly, expensive. yeah. I know. Yeah, I'd get some like like a sleeve protector for it or something. No, probably. I mean, that's why I bought it. Yeah, I know. Fifty years from now, that's gonna be gonna be worth something. You know? Yeah, imagine, uh, <laughs> imagine like what the uh, the USA yeah, today. Go ahead. I say it's been kind of. Um, it's been kind of crazy to see the uh, the mixed reactions. You know, I mean, it's all to be expected. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the negative stuff is all you know warranted. But it's it's weird to see how much of it came out like how angry people were like after she died, and but nobody really talked about it before yeah. she died. You know, but um. I guess, you know, yeah, reminded people. So, so back to that little USA, USA today thing you have, like, I wonder how much one from like uh JFK's death would be worth. Oh, uh, like in pristine yeah. condition or one from nine 11. That's interesting. Like to the, we're recording this on uh September oh, 12th and yeah, it's just imagine where were you when nine 11 oh, happened? Man. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, I was in seventh grade. Okay. Um, I remember, I don't, 
I don't remember exactly where I was when I found out about it, but I remember bits and pieces throughout the day. Yeah. I remember being, I remember school just, everything stopped. Um, lessons stopped. Um, any class, because we, we switched for classes in, uh, in, in seventh grade. And um, every class that we went to, um, the teacher was just watching the news. Mm-hmm. And sort of um, explaining how this was a big deal, you know. Yeah. And I remember at one point, I don't know, I don't know if this was like a safety thing, and people were just on high alert. I remember at one point, everybody was in the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, and we were there for a while. And the the biggest thing I remember from it, um, besides you know ruining my birthday. Um, the biggest thing I remember from it was on the bus home from school, my bus driver had to take a different route because the traffic around the gas stations were just so crazy. Yeah. Um, cause people were worried about, you know, what that meant for gas, obviously. Um, dude. Yeah. I and I, I, I remember, do you know, much, do you know much about, um, I know is it Nostradamus the like mm-hmm. yeah the year guy yeah I remember everyone talking about which he predicted Queen Elizabeth's death at in 2022 at 96 years old um but I remember everyone quoting the on the ninth day of the 11th month of the whatever year um two two planes will crash into two towers and the world as we know it will cease to exist. And that's a quote that everyone kept talking about. And yeah, little 12 year old me is shitting my pants. Like that sounds terrifying. Um, I'm thinking the world's going to end. Like I literally thought the world's going to end. Uh, obviously looking back on it, the world as we know it will cease to exist or whatever. Yeah. And that's um, kind of what, that is exactly what happened. I mean, nothing's been the same. But know? at the same time, it's like we survived Y two K. And twenty twelve. And twenty twelve. Well, man, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll go. We'll we'll circle back to Y two K. I love how we started talking about the the Queen, and then we tangented to nine um, eleven. But yeah. no, I remember where I was, and I, I I love the fact that you brought up the gas stations, like because that was. That was a, that's a very vivid memory huh. in my mind is uh, driving through the yeah. my, my small town of Delphi and seeing every single gas station just cram packed with cars and lined out the street and I'm like whoa yeah. and, and my dad's like God my my dad was like super pissed off about it. he wasn't even trying to get gas he was just pissed off <laughs> he's like God damn it like all these fucking idiots yeah <laughs> all these people fucking <laughs> taking up all their gas for no reason other than fucking just going off. No, I was uh, I was in fifth grade. Oh, it was like toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. So I was in fifth grade, and uh, I couldn't get. I remember I stole. So sorry, but um, when COVID hit, before I forget, when COVID hit, I couldn't find toilet paper for a long time. So I, I I stopped working because we shut down. Yeah, and um, I started door dashing. 
for money. And so I would go pick up orders and I would just go in the bathrooms of like McDonald's and all these places and steal their toilet paper. Because <laughs> like I had no other way of getting toilet paper. You gotta do what you gotta do. You couldn't find it for a month at least. And yeah. if you did, you were lucky. But sorry, I just. Oh, it's all good. So. Uh, so I was in fifth grade and, uh, I remember I had a, I had like a doctor's appointment that day. I think I had like really, so when I was younger, I would get one of two things quite often. I would either get poison Ivy or strep throat, <laughs> two completely unrelated things, yeah. but like those two things were like a constant in my younger years. And so it was one of those two things. I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards strep throat. But uh, I went to the doctor to get that looked at or something. I think it was. I had to have been because I remember getting like my tonsils swabbed. Uh, And then like I remember on the way back to school and I think this was like midday. This was midday and my grandma picked me up and took me. And uh, she basically explained to me, she's like, the the twin towers are gone. I'm like, what? Like it, it didn't. It never like registered yeah. like we were under attack. Uh, that she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. two airplanes flew into the flew into the World Trade Center. It's it's gone now. And then she didn't explain like the rest of the attack. She didn't explain like oh, out in Pennsylvania or uh, the the uh, Pentagon. Um, and then the following days, I remember just that was all the news was. And I remember like a day or two later. Um, like all the the surrounding buildings that collapsed around uh, the the twin towers, mm-hmm. it was like World Trade Center uh, like yeah. seven or and, mm-hmm. and eight and eleven and or whatever the whatever numbers they were, uh, mm-hmm. and I remember them collapsing. I, I remember watching that live, uh, and it, it, and but anyway, I went I got back to class and I was I started telling people I'm like, dude, World Trade Center's gone, and they're like, what? No way. I'm like, yeah. So like, whereas I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, I've heard a lot of stories of like people's like classes just being completely interrupted and stopped. And so, so they could explain it. Meanwhile, like my class knew nothing about it until the very end uh-huh. of the day. It was the very end of the day when we had been, we're basically like waiting for the bell. Like we're done. We're done with any learning for the day. The, the, it was always, it was always like, uh, like the last five minutes was just like chill, whatever. But that particular day, our teacher uh, yeah. he was, he, he's like, look guys, you're going to go home. You're going to see on the news, a lot of crazy things. And this is what happened. Um, uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, but this is what I saw today. And this yeah, basically just gave us the best, uh, gave fifth graders the best explanation that he could. Um, and yeah. And I was like, see guys, I told you, Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know my grandma told me. But like it didn't, <laughs> it, it didn't really like. And that's me. where your superiority complex started. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, I know. But no, uh, it, the impact of like what exactly happened that day didn't. I don't think it really hit me either until like a few days later, or maybe it was like a year later. But like the yeah. scene, like the, like, oh, this time last year, like the one year anniversary stuff, um, it didn't, it didn't hit me until like then. And I'm like, holy shit, two, 3000 yeah. people dead in an instant. Um, plus all the firefighters and police just, and, and then of course, uh, president Bush is coming and giving that 
uh-huh. incredible speech. Like I remember and looking back now and looking at the history of it and knowing that his like approval rating like skyrocketed higher than any other presidents in history and and then knowing what it all led to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and what it all came from too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some I mean, really, thing, there's some really the, good one of the reasons that. <laughs> Hello. Hi. You kind of went quiet there. I think as you started hearing me talk, so you stopped. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of documentaries on like, there's a, a really yeah, good they, one on Netflix. Stopped you... I stopped for a minute. Are you there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Here, I can hear you now, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, are you? Yes. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I haven't seen too many documentaries about it, but, you know, I mean, one thing that, uh, you know, was it that Ben Laden said was like a direct, one, one of the reasons, you know, why that whole, why it's orchestrated was uh, U.S.'s, um, backing of Israel, uh, and which is uh, specifically because of the way Israel treats Palestinians. Yeah. And that's one, another reason why I'm so like um, sympathetic towards, you know, Palestine and the genocide and uh, apartheid happening there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but I remember the, the biggest things the Damn, I think we keep cutting out. This no, I, I literally just stopped. Um, but the gas station, that was a This delay is crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it just keeps going out for a second. But okay. um the gas station was terrifying to me. And then getting on TV or getting home and watching TV and seeing the people jump from the towers. That was traumatizing that is something i didn't see until like years later and i was like holy shit like i'm i'm watching this news coverage i'm watching like this news coverage from years ago and i'm literally watching Uh people die like and and that that, that's the crazy thing that struck me (laughs) no pun intended um was uh the, the realization when you when you see the plane actually hit the tower and it's like, holy shit. I just watched, I literally just watched several hundred people just disintegrate and die. Like they're, they do not exist anymore. They're done. And it's like, wow. Yeah. And you know, and it's, we, we as Americans (laughs) that the, the millennial generation Americans, we, we have all these nine 11 jokes. Huh? Oh. That's how that shaped us. Yeah, but yeah. But we have all these memes and jokes, like uh, Bush did nine eleven, that shit, and <laughs> and it's it's so bad, like weird, like the fucking worst. It, it is. But you think about it. It is the darkest. But it's also of how millennials specifically yeah. deal with trauma. So. Yeah, it is like the darkest um, of humor. But I remember, yeah, I remember seeing people jumping from the towers. And, you know, I guess it was my 13th birthday. So at the time, I'm thinking, why are they jumping? Like, 
why, why are you jumping? That's not what you do. Like you're, you're definitely going to die if you jump. Um, but then you know, realizing that they knew what was coming and they decided that jumping to their fate was a better option than staying yeah. in the towers and burning, you know, yeah. or being crushed or whatever. Well, just, and that's just like, how do you make that decision? Like, yeah. that's scary. It's just so nuts. It's so nuts. Anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, what, what did I say? Uh, we were going to circle back to. <laughs> yeah. What did I say we were going to circle back to? Uh, the queen, maybe. Well, there's that. There's the queen, something else. I think, or something after that. Uh, COVID toilet paper. Oh, um, maybe. gas stations, gas stations. Oh, this is terrible. This is just terrible. Uh, if we want to talk about COVID and toilet paper, uh, I didn't, I, I did that entire, like by the time I actually needed toilet paper, it was readily available to me. <laughs> I could just go and get it, which is, oh yeah. Y2K. Thank you, David. He pops. Oh up. yeah. There you um, go. but yeah, to- just, just on toilet paper real quick, <laughs> like, uh, which is crazy because I, I live in a, I live in a household of, uh, like four and, two kids that don't really know how to ration toilet paper. Uh, And uh, so like I was when I was seeing people like hoarding toilet paper, I'm like, great. (laughs) Like there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to get toilet paper. Uh, I managed to get like one roll or not one roll, but like one package, like just before everything went down and then everybody started hoarding it. I'm like, okay, so let's just be cool. Let's be cool guys. (laughs) And uh, then I, I managed to get it like when things started opening back up shortly, shortly into it, I managed to get into Sam's Club and just buy the like my one rationed uh, bulk supply of toilet paper and I got out. And then that lasted me a good maybe two, three months. We go through toilet paper like, like go. nobody's business here. And, and it's it's so bad. Like I remember uh, I remember when I and. 2012, like right after I uh, got done dumping my girlfriend at the time, it was right around this time because it's it keeps coming up in my memories on Facebook. Uh, I actually shared one today about because uh, I've just I bought I bought a whole thing of cookies like uh, Chips Ahoy chunky chocolate chip, and uh, I came home. I was craving them at work. At work, I was just like I can't wait to get home and just mow down on some cookies. And I get home. And I discovered that my ex-girlfriend, who had been gone from my apartment for a good five five days, maybe ten days max, I discover she ate all of those cookies. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I post on Facebook, that bitch ate my cookies. <laughs> uh, anyway. God. I thought you were going to say that's why you broke up with her, because you came home and she ate your cookies. <laughs> I mean, would have been a better story. That, that, I mean, she would have had a better explanation than the one I gave her. So <laughs> it was terrible. That was, that was easily oh, the, worst, the worst month of my life. Oh, shit. Nightmare. Nightmare fuel. Um, but what are, what are your memories of uh, Y2K? Y2K. Oh, my God. So, uh, 
Hey, my my wills wills online on PlayStation. Distraction. <laughs> um. Yeah, my watch went off, and I, I I'm like, what's this? Uh, anyways, Y2K. Uh, I remember watching a bunch of like, I mean, let's see, that was 2000, so I would have been 10 years old at the time of Y2K. So they're very impressionable. <laughs> and I remember just seeing like Discovery Channel like documentaries on like Nostradamus predicting the end and all that all that stuff. And then um, I remember the news going all it was there was all the buzz on the news. And uh, I was at my mom's that New Year's, and uh, we lived in the middle of nowhere outside of Lafayette. Um, and uh, yeah, so my my uncle Hank, who's he's more like a big brother to me than an uncle. He's only five five or six years older, and uh, we were basically raised together. Uh, he he was over for the the weekend at my mom's, and so he was up. He was just up in the bonus room of the house, and uh, we were just both hanging out up there. That was the first time I ever heard a uh, corn's freak on a leash. <laughs> he was just up there on the computer, on the computer using the internet, like the whole time. And like, I'm, I'm freaking out. Like I'm, I'm like mildly freaking out. Like it's, uh, it's Y2K. Like it's, it's, it's December 31st, 1999. Like what, what's, what's going to happen tonight? Is the world going to end at midnight? Like, and I look outside and there's like, it's it's a it's a very overcast day. Like there are storm clouds on the horizon. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> it was dumb. And then nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing happened at all. Uh, we all yeah. We all freaked out for nothing. So yeah. Oh, thanks for the support, David. Yeah, I don't have much of a memory from that. David says, uh, "I feel I feel like that's grounds for a breakup." <laughs> Thank you no she I mean, was yeah. she was nuts yeah. and like that was like um, uh my first relationship uh past my first like after my first fiance left me like that was my first relationship outside of that outside after that so i was i was very desperately single like i just wanted companionship and love and uh yeah. so <laughs> my yeah. uh, my roommate's girlfriend at the time was like hey so i have this friend and she's single. I'm like, okay. She's like, she, she's really cute. I think and she's she's looking for a companion, like a, a a really nice guy. And I'm like, I fit that bill. Um, and then she, she's like, there's a catch. She's got a two month old baby. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's like, just give it a chance. So, all right. She, she made the connection and we started talking and we really actually hit it off and then like a day or two later she was talking i was we, i was like you should come over and hang out and i was like i don't get off work until like one in the morning but yeah so she's like yeah i can do that so she came over and like it was of course one of those nights so i was working on a line i was working at subaru but my line always worked eight hours subaru or a line always work 10 hours so for whatever reason that specific night all hell broke loose on my line and i worked like i worked till like uh two or three in the morning and i'm like i'm so sorry like i'm so sorry that like i, I know i told you to come hang out and anyway so i get home and she's like waiting on the on the uh stair steps at pheasant pheasant run apartments for me and i'm like oh shit. hi nice to meet you <laughs> 
And then like, again, we, we really hit it off. And I think, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, I was so, I, I wanted love and affection and I was so desperate for like uh-huh. both love, like, like, uh, like love, that kind of affection, like emotional affection and physical affection. And, uh, uh-huh. so when everything was going smooth that night, like we, we kissed that night. We said, I love you that night. <laughs> we had sex that night. Like all these, Jesus. all these firsts on the very first night of meeting. And like, I, I was just so, I just, wow. it was, I, I kept saying it was a leap of faith. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's disgusting. I know Ew. it was so bad. <laughs> 20, 21 was not, how a, old were you? I was 21. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe. Uh, yeah. Young and yeah. dumb, really dumb. So uh, what followed was like just a lot yeah. of drama and bullshit for a whole month and me defending her to like my friends that were trying to be like, dude, she's crazy. And I saw red flags that day. Like the morning, the morning, uh, we, after we woke up, like she pulls out, like she's, she just gets in her purse and pulls out this giant Ziploc bag full of medication and shit. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's a whole pharmacy <laughs> like of your hair. Like, and uh, I was like, that's crazy, but okay, whatever. I was like, I am just letting this happen because I want something to work. And by the end of that month, I was just, I yeah. was so done. And then I found out that she had basically been talking to her baby daddy behind my back just in case it didn't work with me. And uh, like, I don't think she cheated on me, but like, I think she was definitely like holding him in the in her back pocket just in case. And uh, I came yeah. home, like it was one of those things where like I was defending her to a, my roommate who she annoyed so much that he basically moved in with his girlfriend and I still made him pay half the rent because he's on the lease. <laughs> but he agreed to it. So, okay. And uh, I, I basically defended her to him and he's like, dude, and he just sent me like this 32 page text, which at the time was easy to do because so a character limit. Um, I, I, I read that I went to the bathroom at work and I, I read it on the, on the shitter and like, just, and I'm like, Holy shit. I was like, well, Hey, look, I'm going to come over right after work. I'm going to tell her that we're working till three in the morning and I'm going to come over after work. So I went, I went over there. I, I talked to them. He explained everything. He showed me everything. And, uh, basically I was like, okay, how, what's my exit strategy? <laughs> Cause there's no way in hell this bitch is going to let me just break up with her. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to like wait until like the next uh-huh. argument and just be like, okay, I'm done. Bye. And then that didn't end up happening. <laughs> like I went home that night and she was, she was expecting some uh, sexy fun time, which just, oh yeah, just to, just to dive into that a little bit. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, no, not, not, I, I told her, I straight up told her, I'm like, I am really tired. <laughs> and, uh, but just to dive into our sex life a little bit, she like, it was like two or three times a night. She would, she, we would have sex and I was just so over it by yeah. like a couple weeks in, I was like, it's good, but damn, like I, I need a break <laughs> even for a 21 year old. I was like, this is, you're going to. Yeah. And yeah, so 
Uh, she's like, I thought we were going to have sex. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So then I went into work the next day and, uh, she texts me. She's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, (laughs) and I text her. I'm like, actually, no, uh, I still have feelings for my ex (laughs) and, uh, I, I can't be with you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the right. I don't need to be with anybody right now. Um, please, please be out of my apartment with all your stuff. If you're there, when I get home, I will have the police escort you out. <laughs> and that's, that's what I told her. Jesus. And then she tried calling me at lunch. I'm like, I, I just kept ignoring her. And then I texted her. I'm like, I am going to turn my phone off. Stop trying to call me. I don't want to talk to you. I let's just be done. So I go home. Yeah. Sure enough, all of her stuff was out of the apartment. She was not there. I didn't hear from her for like a whole month. Of course, when I did hear wow. from when I did hear from her finally, it was basically to tell me that she was pregnant. And I'm like, oh. So I told her, which I, I don't understand how I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how she got pregnant. So because I, I wore I wore Was she pregnant. actually pregnant? That is up for debate. I to this day I do not know one hundred percent for sure. And that's what I was going to get to. So uh-huh. I told her, because before she, before she, because uh, for some reason, when you blocked a number, or at least when I blocked her number, I could still get her texts. The only thing she could do, she couldn't do is call me. It would go straight to voicemail. That's how I knew she was calling me because I had a voicemail, but no missed call. And, uh, but she was texting me and like a bunch uh, of pictures okay. and shit. She's like, see, I'm better now. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm like, you fucking psycho, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I just kept ignoring her and ignoring her. Finally, I have a voicemail saying, hey, we really need to talk. Uh, you Please call me back or whatever. So I was like, you have one text to explain to me what it is you need to talk to me about, and then I'm blocking you again. <laughs> so she tells me she's pregnant, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I... 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 I uh, I, I remained I mean, sturdy as an oak, and I said, okay, so if you're having my child, I will be its father. We are not getting back together, but we will, we will be cool with each other, cordial, for the sake of the child, and that's that. So I think, and then like a month or so into it, she's like, um... So I went to the doctor. I never saw an ultrasound, never saw a pregnancy test, nothing. So she's like, I went to the doctor and he says that the baby's not getting enough oxygen to its head. And I'm like, that that was kind of fishy to me because I'm like, there's no way it's that developed yet. Um, so uh, right, so she yeah. says, uh, if, yeah. if we go full term. I'm no doctor. But- yeah. She goes, if we go full term with it, it could have issues. So he's asking if we want to possibly abort. And at the time, I was like strongly against abortion. I wasn't like, I guess I wasn't super like knowledgeable about the whole debate about it. But I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to run away from my problems. No abortion. But at, because it was her and I was also still suspicious and fishy about it, I was like, yeah, I think we should probably get an abortion. <laughs> And she's like, well, I'm, and then she's, she told me, she's like, well, I don't, 
I'm still going to go through with it just in case. Like, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're the mother. It's up, it's up to you. And a couple of days later, she says she miscarries. And I'm like, oh man, that's, uh, that's a huge bummer. And it, it was, it, it really was. I mean, especially, but, yeah, especially but, if you don't know and it could be real, you know? Yeah. Like that, that, that would have been my child. Uh, is the, the timing. Yeah. I mean, so on my, in my mind, I had no, I had a lot of things going on. Like one, is she really pregnant? Two, if she is pregnant, is it even mine? I don't know. Uh, so de- don't get me wrong. DNA test would have happened for sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I, to this day, I don't know. And she, she claims that she actually was yeah. pregnant. Cause I, I, I think she saw like one of my posts, like way later down the line when I, refriended her on facebook but eventually blocked her. <laughs> she's bad she's just terribly toxic and terrible human being um but yeah she's like it was it what was, was the post she saw it's something along i said something i i don't know i shared something and i was like i'll i'll never know if it was real or not like yeah and she's like it was real I'm like okay i i I still have a lot of coincidences there. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of coincidences, coincidences, and you've never really given me a reason to believe anything you say (laughs) after a whole month of she faked seizures and shit. Like, uh, yeah, I was now. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, she was. Um, And And that's, that's why I stay single. (laughs) I've not had any luck so far, and I don't see it happening. So, just gonna keep doing my thing. Yeah, twenty-one was a wild year for me. Part of me gets sad. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Part of me gets sad. Part of me like going. I said that's why I stay single. Like, part of me is like, you know, it'd be nice to come home to someone. But then when I do come home and I'm alone and I can do whatever I want, I can hang out with whoever I want. Yeah, I can date whoever I want. I can watch whatever I want on TV. No, you can't, you can't do that. It's nice. <laughs> it is, and so it's like you can't, can't watch whatever, whatever you can't watch whatever you want. Oh. You watch what Jennifer <laughs> wants you to watch. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I I'm still a little behind, so. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she can get caught up on the things that she wants she needs to watch this week whatever that may be yeah like buffy she's yeah, like disappointing buffy. me on that <laughs> oh. okay so back to the queen <laughs> okay yeah oh my sure. god <laughs> man so yeah this has been a rough rough week to have any sort of like respect for her and to like her or admire her and that doesn't mean that i don't um see the criticisms and see the issues with um you know especially as a i would call myself a progressive uh generational wealth hoarded wealth um uh being born into power and influence or issues imperial um, not to mention imperialism colonialism um i understand all of that but i i approach it as more of like uh i've always just really been into history 
Yeah. Been, I've always been in history. I, I, in fact, when I first went to college, that's what I was originally. I wanted to be a history teacher um, or like, you know, do something with history, write yeah. history books, do something. Um, um, so it, that was always, that's always been my interest. So I have like a, a great amount of like, interest and respect for that um and i you know i i I tend to i I see the good in the bad i have respect for her i think that she before her people went to serve the monarchy Mm -hmm. uh, up until um her really her her grandpa who was the king um her family, you know, her when her dad was king, she uh, that was height of World War Two, and a lot of it was because their their motto is survive. You make monarchy survive. They saw after World War One and World War Two, they saw a ton of monarchies all across Europe be overthrown, uh, be murdered. You know, her cousins were. Tsar Nicholas of Russia, so she thought, you know, her family called them. Yeah. Um, so their first instinct was survive, uh, no matter what. And so you could say it was selfish reasons that they decided, okay, they're not necessarily there to serve us. Yes, their tax dollars pay for them. Um, but break down, I think it's like a dollar sixty-two per person in the UK, um, yeah. which. The, when you think of tourism and what they do with tourism, that's that's being right. brought back, no problem. Um, you know, they, they she she her her she got changed in her starting with her parents. Um, we're here to serve the people, and uh, that's not to say that there weren't any. Everyone knows the issues with you know monarchy in general and colonialism and blah 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 um but she really i mean she devoted her life to to, you know charity work and you know i (laughs) it sounds so stupid like defending them because it's like i shouldn't be but i have this i just have this weird like love for her i don't know why (laughs) i think maybe i just want to be a queen i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you've talked you've talked to me a lot about, or you haven't talked to me like a lot about it, but you've told me that you have like uh, an obsession or like great interest in the royal family in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't know why. I can't explain it. But I, I think Meanwhile, it's like I'm I'm completely the opposite. Like I I hate Great Britain in in general. Um, <laughs> You need to get over that war. I don't know. <laughs> the War of eighteen twelve really made me sad. Fifty years ago. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It made me sad. You into the person you are today. I'm salty AF. I feel you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I like. You know, thinking back to like, I mean, she served in World War Two. You know, how many princesses did that? You know, <laughs> uh, the Buckingham Palace was bombed, and they said, "We're not leaving. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna face this head on." 
which really rallied their country together. And, uh, you, you know, you referenced George Bush's speech earlier, kind of did the same thing. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to really, uh, it's hard to, def- it's, it's hard to defend what's just in your heart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I defended. Uh, I also, I also might be uh, blinded by all the the jewels. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I defended uh, like five finger death punch and disturbed for years. So, <sighs> <laughs> who do you defend? Five finger death punch and disturbed. Well, I don't really anymore, oh, but I did. Like, worse. yeah, whatever. I, well, that's your just opinion. I don't. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't you say you uh, you finally came around to your uh, that album you were hating? Is it? I did uh, the new Parkway, Parkway Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out with a new album on Friday. It's uh, their album's called Darker Still, and uh, I really I really enjoyed the singles that they put out for it. But when I um, listened to it in the morning, it came out uh, the whole album. I was like very very disappointed. Like. I was like, I don't hate this. I don't hate the what I'm hearing, but it's not up to par of what I love and enjoy from this band, uh, which was very in line with the the previous album as well. I really enjoyed uh, a couple of the singles, but the the album as a whole, I was like, this isn't this isn't my Parkway Drive, and uh, which eventually that album grew on me. Eventually, this, I mean, after several listens of this album, I was like. Okay, I actually really do like this album. There's some weird stuff on it that I'm not. There's like, they're like filler tracks. They're nothing big. So I'm like, okay, maybe I just hate the filler tracks. I don't hate the songs themselves. Um, so yeah, it's 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 kind of love hate because it's still not necessarily what I loved, what what made me love them. But I I I don't hate it anymore. Yeah. David in the comments yeah. says Deep Blue I mean, is some of my, uh, Deep Blue is an amazing album. Uh, some of some of my favorite uh, albums from bands that I love are their like experimental albums. Yeah, uh, hit or miss, but um, uh, like uh, um, uh, I did hate. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was, it was My Chemical Romance's like last album. It was this like weird like dance. I couldn't tell you album. I never even finished it because it just. Stopped. I know. I only <laughs> know two albums by MCR and uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge and the Black and the Black Parade. So I, I was never a big MCR fan. Yeah, the first one was. Uh, before, right, they only had three other albums. They only had two other albums besides those two. So. Yeah. But. Three cheers for Sweet Revenge, though. That's that's a banger. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's pretty I, good. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I remember fucking watching that the the Ghost of You music video, and I'm like, God damn. Oh, yeah. That'll is, that'll tear your heart out. It did. It really did. Uh, that was that was right around the time like Fallout Boy was getting huge. Uh, Seether just came out with a new CD. Disturbed just came out with a new CD. Nickelback came out with For All the Right Reasons. <laughs> that CD that spawned like eight singles. 
only to be only to be over. Is that the one that had all the, their hits? Uh, photograph, uh, uh, Rockstar. Oh yeah, Rockstar, yeah. Rockstar, and Photograph were like the two huge ones that got overplayed. They had others too. The, the other singles were that, and it's a good album. It's just it, uh, songs like Rockstar definitely got overplayed, and I think that's why a lot of people. Uh, real. I mean, especially since like it got really, like you could literally play a a song. If you took like uh one of their songs in a music editor and put another song over top of it, you, it'd be the exact same song. Hi, dog. My dog's coming up to me. Uh, um. Oh. David's asking, "Have I heard the new Nickelback song?" No, I have not. I have not heard it. I hear it's really heavy though, <laughs> for whatever that means for them. Uh, yeah. I did not know any Nickelback song. I have not listened to them since 2009. <laughs> I think I listened the the last time they came out with a new single for their last CD. I listened to that and I was like, "That ain't bad." And then I never listened to it again. <laughs> so. Yeah, their music was always fine. People kind of shit on them, but yeah, I think. It's just fun to hate some. It's it's fun to hate on a band that everybody else is already hating. Like I think I feel the same way about Five Finger Death Punch. Like a lot of people hate on them just because everybody else is hating on them. And I mean, don't get me wrong, they've put out since since I've been a fan, they've put out a lot of albums that I'm just like, it's it's just like the Parkway Drive thing. It's not this isn't what made me fall in love with them. This is kind of a far cry from what they were even on the last album. And I'm like. But uh, they've they've definitely came back around. The last two albums from Five Finger Death Punch have actually not been the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> so that's nice. There you go. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with their singer sobriety. I, don't, I, I just think of their that that dude's voice. I just can't get past it. Yeah, no, you don't like it. The, the, the no, I can't do it. I. As soon as I hear one of those songs, I'm instantly learning it. I just um, I can't do the voice. <laughs> I fell in love with their with their music because of a song called it was off their first album. It's called The Bleeding. Um and it's just I, I, I always really I really liked his delivery. His he's very he's very emotionally impactful when he's when they're singing like mm. when they're doing like serious, like not just bullshit, like I'm gonna beat your ass type music. Like ass beating music. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think I told you this, but uh, um, the dude that dude driving around the Subaru parking lot the other day, just five thirty in the morning, driving around, windows down, just blaring uh, that fucking Buck Cherry song, like it sucks so good. I'm on top. <laughs> it was just have no shame at all, and that's kind of what that's kind of like. When I think of five things, I'm just kind of what I, <laughs> <laughs> I I totally understand. Uh, all right. So yeah. uh, I think, I think it was just from my right. my days of work at Sensors. Oh, yeah. Being people, the type of people who bought their shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So I think we're going to we're going to ha- go ahead and close it down. Uh, I need to eat some food. I'm hungry. It's it's dinner time. Uh, I'm starving. Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, Hell thank yeah. you. Huh? So what are you going to eat? What am I going to eat? Uh, I haven't quite decided yet. It's between PB&J 
pizza rolls or I can go find something. I don't know. I haven't decided. Pizza rolls. You gotta do pizza rolls. I'm probably gonna do pizza rolls. That's that's the that's the kosher thing to do. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here today. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Uh, I'll see you at work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, No, I think next time I'll have you on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do this in person so there's not like a crazy, stupid delay between us. Um, yep, David. Yeah. David's yeah. in the comments saying pizza rolls in all caps. Uh, so uh, I think I think it's been settled. I know what I'm eating. Uh, perfect timing. My, uh, my air roll. My earbuds just died. So. Oh, okay. fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I know. But yeah, well, I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll uh, probably have the exact same conversation that we had today. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Um. All right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, watching and commenting and listening. That was Corey O'Connor, my coworker. Uh, we'll definitely have him back on again in, in the future. He's he's a blast to talk to, and he's very knowledgeable on a lot of stuff he talks about. So uh, if you haven't already, like the page, uh, subscribe to the YouTube, follow me on the Instagram, uh, subscribe to me on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. We're on Anchor.fm now, so uh, this will be going up on Anchor FM ASAP. And then it'll be on Podbean later this week. And when it's on Podbean, it will be uh, distributed to the rest of the platforms like uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever, Stitcher, Spotify, all that jazz. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, which, I mean, if you're listening to this now via podcast, then it's already too late. You're already wherever you are. But in the future, remember, uh, from now on, Anchor.fm gets exclusive rights, gets exclusive first dibs on the podcast. You will get early access for free, of course. It, it won't be, it's just to drive, this is just to drive people to Anchor and uh, get people listening on that platform uh, to my show. So uh, be on the lookout on Anchor.fm. If that is your preferred podcasting app, you will get this show early. If not, you will get the show on every other podcast platform whichever one you choose or use or prefer i'm just jabbering now but uh you get it on those probably i'm thinking thursday or fridays i don't know i haven't decided on the release schedule yet but you'll get it when you get it (laughs) so anyways thank you guys for listening and uh please make every day a big dick day bye guys Yeah.